Welcome to Word on the Beat, the Red and Blacks podcast highlighting newsworthy happenings around Athens. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Allison Mon. I'm your host, and I'm the assistant news editor here. Thank you for joining us for this first episode of this brand new podcast. Each episode, I have a guest from the Red and Black to talk about some of the stories of the week. Special guest, please tell us who you are and what you do. Hi, my name is Libby Hobbs, and I'm the news editor here at the Red and Black. Thank you for joining me, Libby. So for this first episode, we're starting off the new year and the new podcast by actually looking back at some of the biggest stories from 2023. At the end of each year, the Red and Black sends out a list of the top 10 most viewed stories from each desk. And today we're going to look at the list for UGA News and just talk a little bit about what we remember about some of these stories. Number 10 was UGA's top 10 highest paid employees in fiscal year 2022. And that was by Carly Johnson. This was an idea. I remember this one. She had this idea, and it was pretty interesting to see just how much more Kirby Smart makes than everybody else because we had some data viz in the story, and Kirby Smart makes um, about $5 million more than the next person on the list. So that was just pretty insane to see. That is crazy. Coming in ninth place was MLC and all UGA libraries are only accessible with a UGA ID after 9 p.m. And I don't remember much about this story because I was not on the news desk at the time, but I do remember a photo of this announcement being sent to our tips channel and Slack. And I was very surprised because I lived at the MLC last spring and I was kind of upset. I usually stay there until like 12 a.m. So I was surprised that they were kind of funneling us into one door on the second floor after nine. So that was kind of crazy to me. Coming in at number eight, we have the biggest fighter ever, UGA senior Liza Burke in recovery after suffering brain hemorrhage during spring break. I remember this story coming through. We saw, like you're saying, in our tips channel that something had happened. It was a little unclear what the situation was, but just that she was in the hospital. And so we hopped on trying to be like, hey, what's going on and how can we tell this story for her and tell it in a way that's honoring her and what she's going through number seven was uga receives an 18 and a half million dollar property sale from lake blackshear and it was actually written by our fellow allison mon so allison what do you remember about this story i remember being shocked that it got a lot of views i mean i guess just 18.5 million is a lot of money and so people were like what the heck is this because i'd never heard of Lake Blackshear or anything like that but I remember seeing kind of what they were doing with the property and how it was how it's going to benefit Warnell School Forestry and I was like oh hey that's pretty cool because I feel like you don't hear as much about Warnell as you do like some other schools like Terry or Franklin because it's just not as big of a school so to see it benefit from something like this was pretty cool all right number six was Georgia football player, staff member, killed in a car crash. So this was our breaking news about the January 15th crash that took the lives of Devin Willock and Chandler LaCroix. This was the beginning of our coverage on this whole situation. I remember this very strongly. I was breaking news at the time, but I actually did not write this story. It was, I remember very clearly, it was a Sunday morning. I was out at brunch with my friends and we got 
a press release from ACCPD about there being a crash, two people were dead, and we didn't even realize at first that UGA football or UJ football player was involved. And then it's kind of here we are a year later still looking at the situation and the impact that it had on our campus and on the whole community. Agreed. And we recently published a piece and we spoke with Devon Willock's mother. That was a fantastic read by our former assistant or digital news editor, Don Sawyer. And I also remember when this happened on campus because I had just started being the copy editor here at the Red and Black, and they asked me to go take photos of the memorial um, that was being placed outside Sanford Stadium. People were placing flowers and signs, and it was a really overwhelming moment because there was a lot of other journalists there from like news stations across the state and honestly across the nation, and it was a really big moment, and it was just really intense. I remember that. Yeah, I was also down there taking some of the pictures. And what I remember kind of in that moment realizing how important it was for us as an organization to cover it was there were some journalists from another very well-known news organization. And I was talking to them a little bit and telling them just kind of what we knew so far, what the situation was and kind of campus and everything. And I mentioned Harry Dog, like, you know, our mascot. They had no idea what that was, who I was talking about. And that's where I was like, oh, like, we're here and we see this in a way that nobody else is going to be able to see it. And Mm -hmm. that was kind of the light bulb moment for me. Yeah. Number five was Coleman Baker Act unanimously passes in Georgia legislature. Another story that Allison Mon wrote. So Allison, take <laughs> it away. So this was a law passed named for a former UGA student who was killed, Tara Baker, who was killed in her apartment in Athens in 2001. The murder was never solved, still to this day is not solved. And so I was kind of following the process of this bill from the families gathering support for it to it getting signed into law, to it getting passed and everything like that. And it basically reopens cold cases of homicide to put more resources into solving them, kind of with the goal of giving these families closure that they never got. And so I thought that was, like, it was definitely kind of emotional looking back at all of this. Like, this girl was murdered, like, before I was even born, and now here her memory is making a difference. All right, number four. Class of 2027 is one of UGA's largest and most academically qualified. So this story was one of the first ones that we published last fall in my time as news editor. I was still getting used to the rhythm and flow of everything, but Allison whipped together the story for us. And here she is. I'm assuming she's a she. (laughs) Um, Here she is as number four in our top 10. I would just, any comment on this is basically that UGA continues to grow. And I think a lot of people like to see the stats and the numbers. Um, We saw that class of 2021 or 2025 in college was one of the most competitive years. And then class of 2026 was the highest number of people. And then now 2027 continues that legacy as being one of the largest and most academically qualified. So I'm glad that people enjoyed reading that because I think it was just a quick story we put up that week to get some content out. Number three was Friends Remember McAuley Millen for Caring Nature and radiant personality. I actually was not here to write this story. Maddie 
Bradshaw, our former news editor, wrote it. But it's always sad to see a fellow student on campus pass away. And so I'm glad that we were able to honor her in this story. Yeah, stories like this are very hard, but it's kind of interesting seeing how we can keep that person's legacy alive. And this story actually ended up coming back with a personal connection to me that I didn't even realize. My dad saw this story go up and he realized Macaulay's dad and my dad went to high school together. And so that kind of bringing that around to like, oh, like you really don't realize how many lives you touch and just how big of an impact that you have just by existing. And so it's really nice that we get to kind of honor that in this way. Number two, family and friends remember UGA student Morgan Delaney's strength and spirit. This is another obituary tribute story. This is the first one like this I wrote. So it's a story that's very near and dear to my heart. And it is also probably the hardest story I have ever written because it is absolutely heartbreaking to talk to the family and friends of someone who's just passed away. So if you haven't seen the story, Morgan passed away from cancer and her mother was kind enough to speak to me for this story and she was very open and ready to remember Morgan in a positive light. And I, the first time we talked, it was so beautiful to hear her memory, but I also just got off the phone. I was sitting in one of the study rooms in my dorm and I just probably cried for 15 minutes. And so to be able to take all of that emotion and put it in here, I'm very proud of how this story turned out. Yeah, I thought it was a great read as well. And I remember editing it and feeling that emotion shine through it, especially with the little details in there about her dog and how she loved art. And she just seemed like a wonderful person. So I'm glad that we were able to honor her in that way. Number one was UGA PD blotter. UGA student loses $44,000 bracelet in downtown Athens and more. Uh, this story was written by <laughs> our... <laughs> Sorry, I just, every time I hear this headline, I have to laugh. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, this story was written by Jesse Wood, who was our general assignment beat reporter in fall 2023. Um, she was doing our weekly UGA PD blotter stories, and this one just kind of hit the ground running. I mean, it's kind of insane to think about owning a $44,000 bracelet, nonetheless losing it. And I remember social media went crazy for this one. People were commenting about, you know, saying that bro just had an entire out-of-state tuition on their hand or, you know, that could pay for someone's entire, you know, four years at UGA. So it was just insane to, to think about that happening and then hearing students talk about going on expeditions to find the bracelet downtown. I mean, this blotter just struck up a lot of conversation and I was really happy to hear friends and even my own mom uh, text me and say, what? <laughs> That's crazy. If this was you, I'm sorry for your loss, but it also, I think about my mom just bought a car, like a 2024 car, cost less than this bracelet did, and here's what cracks me up about this story. When Jesse first wrote this, this was not the top thing on here, and I saw it, I was like, oh, this has to go up top, but just to tell y'all what the other two headlines in here were, so we have the $44,000 bracelet, then we have student greens out an SLC parking lot and UGA visitor threatens UGA president. So this blotter was absolutely firing on 
all cylinders, and I think it is a hilarious way to round out our top 10. And so to kind of wrap up this episode, this look back at last year, I wanted to briefly talk about some of the stories from the first two weeks of the semester, bringing it back into 2024. So Libby, do you have any top stories from these last two weeks? Yeah, so we had, I think, four stories that really stood out to me. First was a quick write-up that Allison did about the new medical school that's coming to campus. And this one went crazy on social media, too. Like, most likes I've ever seen on a post. It was 2,400, It's over 2,500 now, which is insane, considering we have about 3,000 and something followers on Instagram right now. Go follow us on Instagram, Red and Black GA. Yes, uh, shameless plug. But yeah, that one definitely stands out to me as how we're taking advantage of using our time. You know, those quick little write-ups can get just as much coverage as a long-form story. Um, Something else that stands out to me was the weather. The weather this past week has been crazy. You know, second day of class, absolute floods everywhere. And then now, a week later, it's seeing temperatures and 16 degrees, like the teens, you know, and less, which is just... Something that I don't see often growing up in middle Georgia, you know, I've, I've never been exposed to this cold of weather. So I've worked on publishing a piece about how Athenians can support homeless shelters um, and helping people who don't have a home find somewhere to stay. And also I covered the floods from last Tuesday and got some perspectives from UGA students about that. Allison, were there any other stories that stood out to you? There were. Before I get to that, I want to say... If you have not seen the story about the rain last Tuesday, Libby took a phenomenal picture, and you should go look at it because it's so cool. And just, again, news you can use with the preparing for, like, freezing pipes, freezing weather. Like, go read this. It's stuff we can use. One of the stories that stuck out to me was student on scooter struck by car. That was kind of, like... A whoa moment for me just because previous reporting we've done on various car accidents with varying levels of injury in Athens and on campus and people are always going around on their scooters and bikes and I've always wondered like is this gonna happen someday and then it did and then I think probably my favorite story that we've kicked off the semester with I did write this one but that's because I called dibs on it bats and O house bats in O-House. What else is there to say? There's bats in a dorm. If you are if you live in O-House, keep an eye out. Stay safe. It was one of those moments on, uh, one of those common moments on news desk where, you know, we just hear some unexpected crazy things. And I think that just goes to say, news desk is always fun. You, there's always something to talk about and always something to report on. So we're glad that we can share with you some of our favorite stories from the past week. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today, Libby. Of course. Thanks for having me. Of course. And thank you for listening. This has been Word on the Beat. Thank you for tuning in and have a fantastic day.